Hello everyone, welcome to uh, another watch along, uh, Justin's not here this time, I'm going to be your temporary host, Ben aka The Marvelous Iggy, and we already recorded this once, but I fucked up, so for the first time you're listening to it, it's time for Stephen King's It, 1990 edition. Who am I speaking with tonight, of course? Well, it's the man who isn't afraid of clowns. Our chief, our editor in chief, our boss man, Thomas. Thomas, how you doing, man? Hey, everybody, how's it going tonight? All We're right. gonna enjoy a good old movie from 1990, the year I was born. My birth Same year. And instead of a 40, I've got a 28 case of Canadian beer, and I'm not gonna finish the whole case, but I'll try at least six beers. Yes. So this is going to be split up into two parts. Where um, so you're going to get it part chapter one one week, and then Justin will upload the part two, or Justin or Thomas will upload part two at another given time. But for now, just this is in my. Uh, let's go ahead and start syncing up the movie. Hit play button in three, two, one. All right, here comes the creepy clown music. There we go. Also, fair warning, um, by the time this gets released, uh, we will be discussing the also the 2017 version of It, because uh, both Thomas and I have seen it at the time of the recording, and hopefully you've seen it by now, because it's currently kicking ass in, at the box office. I think it's the highest grossing horror movie of all time right now, or one of them. Do you know how much it's made so far? Um, Like, over... 180 million, which for a horror movie is really good. Yeah, that's insane. It's something out. It's R rated too, right? Yeah, it's R rated, which is another thing. <laughs> it's crazy. All right. Uh, so I want to ask you this, Thomas. What right off the bat, what experience did you have with Stephen King's It before the 2017 version? Uh, basically nothing at all, other than watching gifs on Reddit and Twitter. That's it. No, just no. Um, so I guess I'm the, I'm the complete opposite in that this movie terrified the shit out of me when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> you know, like for a lot of kids, especially kids who are a little bit like, say, 10 years younger than us or adults who are 10 years older than us, their nightmares were, you know, Jason Voorhees, uh, Michael Myers, uh, Freddy Krueger. For me, while we did grow up with like we we had our own section of those mo- those slasher movies, Pennywise was always the creepier one because of just how like how like uh there's something about Pennywise that makes my skin crawl. Um like and and it doesn't help that he's actually not a clown, that he's actually a interdimensional demon. Um yeah. or not de- demon, which is like which the movie this movie does not do a good job of telling you what it is, um, and or understanding why is it called it, and not just called Pennywise the clown terrorizes this small town in Maine. <laughs> I I think like you can you can have the way of having it like not telling you what it is and like that's part of the mystery and the mystique of it, but at the same time like you kind of want to know like. The background, like the, the 2017 version did a really good job at like making you curious about what it is and like where it's come from and all that. 
But even that movie doesn't really go into it yet. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Um, oh, God, it's a ginger. Yeah. <laughs> that's the most terrifying thing. Um, <laughs> that's horrible. This little girl's probably like what? She's, she's 10 years older than us, probably, because she looks like 8 or 9. Yeah, she looks like 8 or 9, yeah. Um, but if, you ever, if you're ever curious about what it actually is, read the book. And I say that with caution because the book is over 12,000 pages long. It's Have you huge. read it yet? No, I am going to, but I need to clear everything I'm reading before I touch that. <laughs> because... Um, Just like clear out a week? A month? <laughs> it takes me forever to read. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I want to read it because like with the new version i never i stayed away from everything pennywise after this movie i saw it when i was like 6 or 7 years old um, cuz i was barely an infant when this came out but it's one of those movies you watch when you're a kid cuz your older brother says hey you should watch this it's not scary at all lo and behold it's the most terrifying thing of your childhood but as i've been sort of like watching youtube videos on pennywise i'm like well i want to know more i want to know i want to know exactly what stephen king's original vision was because even within a two, even in this movie's three hours, and this in the twenty seventeen version is two hours on the kids' journey. Um, there's only so much you can fit in the two hour film. You're not going to fit everything in. And from what I've read about the book, there's so much more controversial stuff in there that didn't even make it in the new film, or even touch seen light of day in this one. Okay, so I pulled up the numbers for how much it made. So the production budget was $35 million. Okay. Uh, domestically, this film made 291,000 gross. Oh, no, no, 291 million gross, my bad. And 262 million foreign, so like over 500 million worldwide. Is this the... Is this the uh, 1990 version or the... No, this is the 2017 version. Wow. Yeah, and it's been like number one at the box office for like a month now, which is crazy. Granted, it's a slow month for movies. You know, August through... The end of August through through mid-October is usually when movies start to slow down. And then you have the big releases in like the, the November and December. So mm-hmm. that's still impressive though. And it kind of solidifies we're getting chapter two. Yeah, for sure. You make that much money on that budget, and it felt it didn't even feel like a cheap movie, like the way it was shot. No. And the uh, this is our hero. This is Bill. He's basically Stephen King. Like this is he's, basically Stephen King in in the in the movie or in the book. He's a writer. Yeah, actually, looks like Stephen King a little bit with the big glasses. Yeah. Did you ever wait? Do you wear glasses or no? I wear glasses. I've never had horn rim glasses like that in my life. Okay, I've had I had glasses like that when I was in middle school, mm-hmm. and I I, I bought them because my dad had glasses like that. And I was like, oh, I just want to be like my dad. And I got made my, fun of so hard. My like, dad had a, old man my, glasses. What are you doing? Exactly. Remember, my dad had horn rim glasses, but then like. I don't know when it happened. I want to say it was around like 2003, maybe, when they came out with glasses with like they, that can flex, so like you don't break. Like oh can, yeah. And so I was an I was an athlete when I was younger, and m- my parents basically you're gonna get these so that way you don't break your glasses. 
or break your glasses easily. Little did you know, I mm-hmm. would actually lose my glasses more than often than not. So, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I would usually get two pairs of glasses in case I lost one, and so I can wear the other one and try and find them. Now, this is that from what I'm what I'm told. This is actually the intercutting of the of the pat of the of the future in the past, or I should say the present in the past is actually what happens in the book. Apparently like the, like you'll have the timeline will go back and forth, which I don't know how to feel about that. Cause I, in the previous recording we did for this, I, I actually liked the 2017 version more because oh, yeah. it focused all on the kids and you were able to invest into their individual relationships or their relationship as a whole before learning them as adults. Yeah, um, for sure. Like that was like our main gripe about this movie was that it just the flow just kept breaking up between kids and adults. I mean, I don't know. It, it does it so many times that it just it, like I said, it breaks the flow. Yeah, because it's like you want to know more, and you want to know more. You want to see more of the clown. Um, mm-hmm. you want to see more about Pennywise, because Pennywise in this film. At least in the first half. At least in the first half, he's really not in it at all. Or no. Like, he's in it, like, maybe for two or three scenes. And that's about it. By the way, if you, again, this is where, like, I kind of smiled because this shot, this scene right here is pretty much remade um, in the new version. Um, except it's in the 1980s versus being, like, straight out of, um, the 50s. what's that? The 50s. Leave I was it, thinking of the TV show. Leave it to Beaver. Leave it to Beaver, yeah, because this kid looks straight out of Leave it to Beaver. <laughs> he does. He looks like Beaver. But um, I kind of like that they kind of they that the uh, new film basically recreated the scene, sort of, because it's in terms of horror films, because uh, I guarantee there's more people who've seen the movie than read the book at this point. I guarantee there's more book readers now. But this is one of those iconic horror movie scenes that you don't forget. Like, it just scars you if you've seen it. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So, like, I like how it kept, like, we were talking about, like, kept in the piano playing at the beginning when you zoom in on the house. Right. And then we kind of laughed at this scene here where Georgie has to go into the basement. Because in the remake, uh, it's much more sinister and much more dark than just yeah, running down and picking up a piece of something off the stairs. Yeah, because see, actually, there's a they use a lighting trick where you think you see Pennywise's eyes, but it's it's yeah. just like it's just like something like a like a toy or something reflecting off the light. That's like um, a classic horror trope too. Yeah, well, the darkness plays tricks on you. I mean, like, um, oh yeah, it I, does, I, for sure. Yeah, so like that's I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and say it right now. Like that's why like complete darkness is my complete is my fear because you can't make anything out. It's it and and shadows and even shadows can make can trick things make you see things like our lord knows i'm paranoid and i know i see things whenever like you know you look into a distance and you see a dim little light and you think something moves you think something huge is there but it's probably nothing at all it's just your mind playing tricks with you Mm -hmm. you think does this kid not have friends no i don't think he has his brother yeah it's kind of sad because like or either that like Maybe the other kids won't, you know, other parents won't let their kids play out on a rainy day. (laughs) 
Oh, this kid. I can't stand him right now. Yeah, he's kind of that annoying little shit kid you don't want to go near. And there it goes. You know, he had plenty of time to grab it, to be fair. Like, I don't know what he was doing, but he had plenty of time to grab it. At least in the uh, in the remake, he hits his head on a one of those uh, blockers, roadblocks. Yeah. And it gets away from him there. See, this is the part where any smart kid just runs away. <laughs> like, 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 legit just runs away. Hey, he's got a balloon. That's true. See, I and um, <laughs> did you? I didn't know this is Tim Curry for the longest time. Like, cause he kind of disappears within the makeup and the voice. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to tell it was him. The same person from Rocky Horror Picture Show and so many other films. Yeah. You can build another one, you idiot. Move. Now, here's where the difference between... And how I knew the 2017 version was going to be a lot more intense. So, yeah. it's pretty much... One, Bill Skarsgård, I feel like is he's getting all the credit he deserves because he delivers an amazing performance as Pennywise that's so creepy and unsettling that makes me want to thank God I saw the movie in daylight. Um, <laughs> but, like, he delivers such a creep, like a creepy... Uh, Pennywise, more so than Tim Curry did, he's actually slobbering in this scene in the movie, in the new movie, which I yeah, thought was like a nice Yeah, he's like drooling. Touch. Yeah. Yeah, and apparently that was just like something that happened. So here's the difference. So we see this, right? And the teeth open and that's it, right? And your mind's lived up to your imagination, right? You don't know what happened. In the new movie, to show you that they're not fuck messing around... <laughs> um, they unhinge the jaws which by the way anytime jaws get unhinged I'm just like okay fuck this the little kid gets his arm bitten off and he's just not flailing but he's like sort of waggling in the street blood coming out of his arm and it gets dragged into the sewer yeah it's so fucked up it was, it was like what and then I remember that's when I remembered okay this movie's not fucking around and you want to terrify me yeah, it's the best way to, to set the stage for what you're going to see next. Yeah, because you it's it's sort of like a false sort of uh, lead-in. Because if you've seen the mo- this movie, you've seen this scene before. You know the scene. You know what's going to happen. And I, you know, I have a had I have a bad habit of tensing up in horror movies. But um, if I know it's coming, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm fine. That was a great way to like throw you into the into the movie. Although this is pretty creepy too. Oh no, it's a book. It says bleeding. Yeah, as someone who's never seen these this movie before, the uh, the remake, like I didn't know what I was in the mood for, or what I was in store for, rather. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I didn't know that it ate kids. So like, yeah. that was a thing that I learned. <laughs> Um, here's the thing that this basically hints on and you kind of get an idea in the, in the other, I think it does a better job in the new movie than say this one, but basically, oh yeah, that Pennywise has been, um, that the adults can't see Pennywise. They, for whatever reason, they don't acknowledge it. Obviously you can see right there, they're touching the blood clearly, they, but they don't see the blood. They can't see it for whatever reason. And 
It kind of yeah. plays in the fact that the town knows about Pennywise and is... I don't. I want to read the book because this is the part interesting because apparently the town of Derry plays a bigger part of the sinisterness of 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 the of the book, and I feel like with this one they're kind of just like okay the adults are crazy or the uh, the kids are crazy or it, Pennywise just can't be seen by adults you know because they're too old or whatever. Versus in the mm. new movie, and I'm gonna point to a, a scene with Beth. When she's trying to go, I think she's trying to get medicine. She's trying to help the boys steal something because one of their, because Kevin Owens got stabbed. Um, <laughs> you'll you'll know who I'm talking about, people, when we get to him. But yeah, and and he asks, she asks to distract the pharmacist, and the pharmacist gives her the cre- the creepiest sort of pedophile look I've seen on an old man in a movie, and that's how like I knew okay the town is fucked up. Yeah. Okay, don't be mad when he stutters. That's that's something he can't help. That's mean. Yeah. You know when you promise something, the other person's going to do it anyways? Yeah. To be fair, considering what he goes through, I don't blame him for not telling his wife. It's like, you, you, you don't want to know this. <clears throat> well first just, off just, they'll think you're crazy yeah a killer clown we, we tried to kill a killer clown now it's back yeah <sighs> it's a really slow opening although I do remember mm-hmm. liking the, the child half in this movie more so than I did the adult half yeah. which I'm curious to see if that's changed And now, welcome John Ritter. Uh, may he rest in peace. I think he died in 2003. Uh, I don't... I guess so. I don't really know too much. Like I said in the previous recording, he looked kind of looks mm-hmm. like Hans Gruber. Uh, at least here, anyways. Yeah, a little bit. I can see that. Um, John Ritter, he was... I, I mean, like... I don't know if you've ever watched Three's Company. That's sort of what he was known for. That's like, sort of what, like... He did oh, other yeah, stuff. Were, yeah, that's right. In the previous that's, recording, you told me that, and I'm like, "Oh yeah." Yeah, that's like that's how I knew him. Like he's arguably, he's the biggest. I mean, if, if we're talking about star power, him and Tim Curry are probably the two biggest names in this production. Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting because he doesn't really, like, he plays a pivotal role, but like he's not. You think he would be if like you think he would have played Bill, than anything else because of his star power alone. Oh, so he died two thousand three, September eleventh. Yeah, I remember. I remember that was like because like I I loved his comedy because I think it was a, he was a comedian as well. He was great. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually looks like, and I think I'm gonna say it again, but he looks like Ben Affleck right here in he uh, in Batman v Superman. Yeah. All haggard and everything. <laughs> but like, I like how. In this one scene, you can tell, like, he's obviously is very living in an extravagant life. He has a beautiful woman. Look at his studio. Look at all the... Cri- look, what is up with the... What's with the multicolor French horn? Or that's tuba? Uh, Xavier, that's Xavier Woods' tuba. <laughs> we should tweet Xavier Woods to, like... I know he has the, uh, what is it, the trumpet? But we uh, should trombone. have... Trombone. Yeah. The trombone. 
We should tweet at him. You should walk out to WrestleMania it's, with It's this. the Booty O's uh, brandaged uh, tuba. Yes, exactly. Give it to Big E. <laughs> Give it to Big E. See, this, yeah. is the, <laughs> this is the best part of not having Justin here. We can make wrestling references and nobody can stop us. Exactly. All right, here we go, folks. This is the young Kevin Owens. Yeah. Kevin Owens never... We tweeted at Kevin Owens. Does he look like... He looks like Ben Hascomb, young Ben Hascomb, but never got a reply. Yeah. Oh, well. He's busy trying to fight uh, Shane McMahon in a Hell in a Cell. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's crazy how he looks like Ben Affleck. Jesus Christ. I never yeah. realized. At least current day Ben Affleck. It's the beard, man. It's, it's yeah. Do all white guys with like luscious brown hair look the same then? I feel like that's where the meme comes from. They all just look the same. Be gone with me. Be gone with you. I need a drink. I feel like that's... Do I look like... Do I look like I'm okay? So yeah, we... The scene that we saw, like, with him being threatened with the knife, we don't see that anywhere else throughout this movie. Right? Or do we? No, we can... No, we do. Uh, okay. From what I remember, yeah, because it, it, that's just like sort of a tease, like, like what is that? Versus in the in the new movie, it's it's. <laughs> we'll, we'll get it. We'll get into it when we get to that scene. But God, God damn. Yeah. Okay. Let Let's just say Pennywise isn't the only fucked up person in 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 the in the world of da- in the town of Derry, Maine. Yeah. See. Ah, oh, New York City. Do people just have access to rooftops in New York City? I think if you're rich enough, probably. Because I see that in everything. Like, friends, they would often just hang out on the roof. By the way, I related to, if you can't tell, um, I related to Ben a lot. One, we shared names, two. Pretty much exact same personality type. And body weight. (laughs) The same kind of uh, pullover sweater? Not hoodie. a pullover sweater. I never, you didn't, you too... didn't have a hoodie like that? No, because I live in Texas, dude. Don't wear hoodies. Oh, yeah, that's right. You guys, yeah, okay. I used to wear hoodies all the time. Well, yeah. I mean, where you're from, that would make sense. But, like, I'll <laughs> maybe wear, like, a, a like I, one, I don't. I never like wearing hoodies because, like, you have to take a hoodie off. You got to take it all off versus I'll just wear a jacket that can sit up and down. It's easy to remove. Well, here you have a, a shirt underneath your hoodie. I mean, so do I, but, like, I'm the idiot whenever who removes his hoodie, my part of my stomach is exposed. I'm like, okay, I ain't having this. I just don't worry about that. I know. <laughs> I just wear a jacket for convenience sake because it's easier to remove off and I want to need to if in case it gets too hot. But it's, like, here, like, it gets really cold, right? So hoodies mm-hmm. are, like, super comfortable and, like, it's like being hugged. It's like having getting a hug. Get, hoodie is like getting a hug. Thomas... <laughs> 2017. <laughs> but I want to notice that the Eddie Bowers looks exactly like an evil Fonzie. Yeah, he does. Hey, I'm going to stab you. Step into my office where I can stab you. <laughs> Jesus Christ, don't do that to people. That's probably you know, the scariest thing for me is when there's someone there and I don't know until like a minute 
later. Oh, oh yeah. Turn around and just go, oh. Well, because it's like everybody acts like they're Batman for like two minutes. Like, where the fuck did you come from? <laughs> oh, now see, and also this was me. I would meet one pretty girl, and then not, and then and then I guess the proper term would be obsessed, and then yeah. ultimately ask her out, and then like, oh, that didn't go so well. You would fantasize about your life together. Yep, and then try and then send her a "Will you go out with me?" Yes or no letter, and then always ending in no. And in some, and then. And I try to do it as private. I would try to do it as private as I would, and everybody in the school. And I, I wasn't in a big school, but it wasn't small by any means. Then everybody would find out. I was like, well, now I have to deal with this for a month. Mm-hmm. Kids are cruel, but not as cruel as this fucker with a knife. I think switchblades are illegal here. I would imagine they should be illegal per anywhere, at least under the age of like eighteen. You know. By the way, this kid does not look like eight. Like he's like in, like what? Do you, what would you say? They're in he high school or middle school? I would say, I think they're supposed to be high school, but it looks way more middle school. Yeah, or like like freshman year of high school. Yeah, but like he obviously got held back a couple years because he he keeps trying to stab kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that part there where he like tried to like carve his name into his belly, they actually like go through with it, or almost the whole way through. He carves the, the um the H, yeah, and then he um, does the kickflip. But what was again? What was creepy about that is that, um, you see this couple drive by in their Oldsmobile, and they don't do anything. Like you, yeah. like any right thinking person would stop and get you know Bowers off, off young Kevin Owens there, but they just keep driving. Then you see the clown balloons. Like oh, that makes sense in the back seat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, poor kid. Were you bullied a lot when you were younger? Oh, all the time. Nah. All the time. I was never bullied because I was always tall for my age and big, so I always just get verbal abuse, but never I was never physically bullied. Uh, I went to a school that was mostly I'm going to sound friggin' crazy, but I went to a school that was mostly uh consisted of black people and Indian, and I was the only white kid. So I was like the easy target to pick on. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, you made it out all right. That's all that matters. I've been bullied by like all types of people. Like even girls would just pick on me. Like physically too. Damn. (laughs) Because I didn't want to hurt anybody. Yeah. Hey, when Kevin Owens, kid Kevin Owens tells you it's going to be okay, it's going to be okay. You're going to be okay. <laughs> exactly. That's like the word, that's like the lamest advice you can get. It's going to be all right. It's like, sound like you're Mark Wahlberg. Like, it's going to be all right, okay? You're going to be fine. <laughs> it's going to be okay. We got it. We're going to kill the clown, okay? <laughs> Did you ever play by rivers and creeks when you were a kid? No, we didn't have that kind of stuff. You didn't have a river or a creek nearby? Wow. We had we had a river, the Humber River, mm-hmm. but that was so polluted, like, no one would want to oh, hang out there. That sucks. And I lived in the city, so, like, oh, there's okay. not much stuff going on there. Yeah. In terms of wildlife. 
know, maybe I should be grateful that the where I live, there's a it's a man made sort of lake in the middle of downtown, not in the middle of downtown, but like right on the outskirts of downtown, right, like just right outside of downtown, and it's like perfect, like kayaking. I wouldn't say swimming because it's kind of deep, but like kayaking and boating water. Uh, water. Where I'm, uh, when I moved to where I was now, I was in my last year of high school. I met some friends and like they had a place that they would hang out at. It was like this tree, and it was like in this. It was like mangled in this weird way where like you could just hang out and like sit in the branches and stuff, no problem. And that was pretty cool. Why does why does everybody criticize Bill for his stuttering? He can't. Con- that's not his fault. You know, I wonder how difficult. Because I don't think this kid... I wonder if this kid actually ha- had a natural, you know, stutter. stutter. Or if he was... Because, like, I've... You know, you try to mimic things when you're younger. And it's not... And it's, like... It seems easy, but it's not. And you come off as, like, insincere. So I'm wondering, like, how... how either did he have one, or how long did he um have to practice to get it down like that? I hear when, like, you... When people do lisps and like stutters and stuff, I think we probably actually talked about this during the Kingsman. Is that like you actually like naturally build it in once you're done? You'll have it for a while and you have to relearn to not talk with a not stutter. <laughs> Benjamin, stop hitting him. No. <laughs> Wow. wow, kid, you could, that that got real quick. Jesus, you had to bring religion in this. Yeah, I don't think they went into too much in Ben's life in the remake. No, he was kind of. They don't really go into a lot of the kids' lives a lot. They kind of just go more into their phobias than anything else. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember what Ben's phobia was in the movie. It's been a while since we saw the film, so I could be misremembering. I think he was just... I mean, the only reason he kind of gets wrapped into everything with the rest of the kids is because he's he starts reading about the town of Derry. Yeah. And in that creepy library scene... I, I like that scene because, like, it went into like a little bit of back history for the town. Yeah, it was a great way of like giving exposition without like having just characters talking, mm-hmm. and like giving you a nice little jump scare. No, I'm not referred to as Benny. Nobody calls me Benny. Anybody who calls me Benny, you need to stop calling me Benny. I'm not Benny. How about Benny the Green Bin? No. Is it a Ben or Benjamin? My grandpa was Benny. Dad's home. I live in the sewer now. <laughs> oh, shit. See, and that's a, here's the thing that they that we didn't bring up is that in this film, neither in part one or part two, do we ever find out if um what that actually means. Yeah, and in the remake, I assumed, like, 
my fr- I, I, the person I went with to go see it, they they still didn't figure it out. But I think it's just literal where it's actually just the kids floating around down there that he's saving to eat later. Yeah, man, Pennywise just seems more goofy in this than anything terrifying. Also, it doesn't help that it's like 1990s effects. Versus 2017. Yeah. And this is yeah, made for t- TV, so like it's not the same kind of budget they would have. If it was a True, but the f- the fact that this traumatized so many kids as, a, as <laughs> you know that's that's the that's the thing. Because like I, I'm gonna tell you right now, I should have said it earlier. But if you were terrified by this, do not see the new version. Yeah. Um, and and I'll, I'll tell you one scene that sort of got me, that got in me and my dad, and my dad doesn't really scare easily. It's the scene that you've seen in the trailer where they're um. Uh, what is it? They're they're looking at the projector and Pennywise is sort of projecting through, right? Oh yeah. And when he comes out of the projector and somehow becomes like this giant monster, like romping through the garage, which is only like maybe ten feet high, uh, in terms of like height. If the, maybe, probably bigger than that, but I've like that scene. The way it was shot was so terrifying. Um. And and if you have a weak stomach for Tim Curry, you won't handle Bill Skarsgård's performance. It's it's a it's on another level. Yeah, I was I was pretty freaked out about that one too because it's in such a small environment. Kids are freaking out trying to get the garage door open. The the fast cutting. Yeah, because I again that was one of the more like I thought okay they're gonna see the thing and then that's it and cut. The movie's not in 3D, but I feel like that one sequence should have been in 3D. Like, mm-hmm. can you imagine how terrifying that would be if, like, Pennywise literally comes out of the movie screen? Oh, that would have been great. So he's, like, a commander of a sweatshop? Probably. <laughs> I think they're... I mean, you know, this is the 90s. Everybody had a sweatshop. <laughs> Remember there was like I remember like in the nineties there was all these scandals about like these different celebrities who had clothing lines at sweatshops. Shit, they're probably sweatshops nowadays. Oh yeah, for sure. Like well, Walmart probably like absolutely does for their lines. Oh, definitely. What do you? How do you think they charge so cheaply for their stuff? Yeah. Um. So and also we haven't we've been talking over this, but this is Bev. She's the only female character in the book and in the movie, and she's. Interesting as a character. Um, well, well, as for the as for the new version, Thomas, what what do you think of Bev as a character? Uh, I thought I thought she was great. Like there was a lot of dimension to her. Um, like you could clearly tell that she was going through like puberty, like her first period. I liked how they brought that kind of stuff into it. Because like when you're a kid and you're hitting pu- puberty for the first time, you're freaking out, and that was kind of her fear. Was that? Well, her fear was her dad. Well, yeah. Anything. Well, yeah. Well, that too. But like during the 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 bathroom scene, like that was what they were going for there. Yeah, that, that's a whole metaphor for puberty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for for uh, first period. Mm-hmm. By the way, this guy looks like like a less handsome version of John Stamos. Yeah. 
Maybe it was just that look, because I feel like every like dude in their thirties probably like who didn't have hair like um uh like oh god, John Ritter. And we get we get abuse. Lovely. Uh-huh. I think they're trying to play up the idea that she has terrible relationships with men because of her father. Yeah. Like, she can't choose a good man because... What is that that, that dumb saying, like, you look for your... Every your girl wants other, to marry their father. Yeah. And every son, every um, boy wants to marry their mother. Yeah. Which is, like, so incestuous and creepy. I'm pretty sure whoever said that had an incest fetish. Because, like, that's the only reason why that would exist. I mean, isn't that, like, Freud's whole thing? Yeah, that we all sexually we're, we're all sexually charged at all times, and that's a weak ass no. By the way, no. there it is. <laughs> wow, this guy that didn't even look like that hit hard, and he went down. <laughs> like yeah. he just went like, "Oh, I see stars. What happened to me?" Wow, she went from zero to sixty like like that. Good lord. Yeah, she was one of my favorites in that in the remake for sure. Yeah, so apparently there's a the only thing, and when I'm glad they admitted it from the movie, but, like, there's a real fucked up scene involving her and the boys, like, when they're younger. Like, and this is a spoiler for the book, not for the movie, because this doesn't happen in the movie. Oh. But like, a, like, apparently, like, to form their trust, like, she has sex with each of the boys. Oh, really? Apparently. Whoa! Which, like, it's... It's, it's, and I read that, I was like, I don't, and I don't know if that's true or not, so don't take my word for it. That could have just been an article that I didn't verify, but it was just, at the same time, I could, cause like, I could probably see it in Stephen King's fucked up mind, especially given probably like what he was like at that time. And obviously you're not going to do that in a movie because in a book, yeah, they're not of age, but they're not real characters versus you're not going to have like a 15 year old in that scene. That's just straight up pornography or child porn. You're not going to do that scene. Uh, I'm reading off of a fan wiki. So, you uh-huh. know, like take it with a grain of salt, I guess, but these are usually pretty good. And it appears like, yeah, basically like she has sex with all the loser gang. Uh, that's so creepy. Chapter 22, Section 12, Love and Desire. Oh, of course. I'll, I'm going to cringe when I probably read that part of the book. Yeah, good thing they toned it down for the uh, the movies, huh? Well, well like, even, even, like, they, it was still creepy because there's this, there's another scene which is, like, on its own is completely harmless, right? Where the loser gang are taking a swim at a, at a swimming hole. But... The way the director decided to frame Bev, and she's like 15, I think, the current actress for Bev. She's like 14, um, yeah. 14, 15 years old. Like, they they shoot her like she's like a 25-plus model. and No, it's more like 18, like barely legal style. 
Okay. But it's like either way it's it's about lust, right? The what and it's and and I get it. The, the the point of the shot and the scene is like it's the boys who are, you know, clearly entering puberty. And they're losers, at this, like no one and, talks to them all that much. Yeah, and, so. and there's this gorgeous girl who's half literally half, almost naked in front of them. It's like I get that. It still made me really feel uncomfortable when like this the camera's on her a little too long. It's like and the fact that the boys were gawking at her that long is like, okay, I get it. But it's like, this is like not okay. I, I was like, this is one of the things I didn't really like about the new movie. It's a little, a little creepy to me. Yeah, and also like you can tell with this this movie here. Sh- I always call it a movie, but it's miniseries, whatever. Yeah, it's 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 a two-part miniseries. It's not a movie, really. Uh, But yeah, like if you look at the difference between Bev here and in the new movie, you can see like they sexed her up a, a lot. Like she's more developed, you know what I mean, and like they then more makeup the, on her and stuff. Well, that and the room, like here she looks like like a young, like a kid, you know. Yeah, she looks yeah. like just there's nothing. Oh God, I hate there's to say this word, tantalizing. Okay. Yeah, there's nothing tantalizing about her, which is good. But like, oh God, it could be the fact that this is the fifties. It was a, you know, that stupid saying. It was a different time, but it probably was. Versus Bev in the in the new version is in the nineteen eighties. It's you know morals are a little looser. It's weird. Yeah, I hate culture. I hate culture, man. <laughs> and now this is our first iteration, not iteration, first time we see the entire loser gang all together at once, except for uh, Mike. Who has yet to join? Mm-hmm. What were they doing here? They were building a dam. Oh, okay. That's yeah. This is how you know it was the fifties, and that's the most exciting thing you can do. <laughs> I mean, they didn't have like. You know, cell phones and shit to keep. They had to. They played outside. There's no Game Boys here. No. By the way, I love that there was a little mention. If they, he never says Hyo Silver in the new movie, but there's a scene where you can see Ben riding his bike, and then on the on the bike, clearly says Silver. This is a nice little. Oh yeah. Nice little reference right there. It's it's something. It 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 could have been omitted. It didn't have to be, and I wouldn't have missed it. But I like that it was there. In the new movie. By Kevin Owens. You don't get a shot at the WWE title because Brock Lesnar has the belt now. <laughs> We're also pushing Ginger Mahal. Exactly. <laughs> We're pushing Ginger Mahal, yes. <laughs> yeah, Bev in this movie reminds me of my little sister when she was like twelve or thirteen. Like, you're still a little girl. You're not you're not supposed to be enter- doing the things you're gonna be doing. Like having sex with a whole bunch of boys at once. Uh so now she's hearing voices. Yeah. I hear voices in my... <laughs> oh, RKO out of nowhere. She's going to RKO uh, it. She's going to RKO yes. Pennywise. Somebody should... I mean, there's that meme, RKO anywhere out of nowhere. Yeah. Somebody should do that with Pennywise. We all float. 
See, that is terrifying. It is. I like that's kind of weird how he that's the first thing he goes to. Yeah. The hell are you talking about? There's blood everywhere. I like how the and I can barely hear, but the music really tenses up because she's realizing that he can't see the blood. And that's yeah. sort of like Am I going again the whole am I going crazy factor? Yeah, this scene in the new movie is very um Oh man, what what did I say? It's more like it's it was kind of reminding me of Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. Yeah, it's very excessive in terms of the amount of blood that gets bla- that gets thrown out of the uh and the hair that acts like vines that like wraps around her. One thing that's interesting about this one is that it seems that Pennywise is only targeting these kids versus like you only you get the idea he's only targeting these kids versus in the new movie Pennywise will uh, target pretty much anybody any kid like that one of the one of um uh, Bowers's buddies gets lost in the sewers and he uh he gets um like cornered and Pennywise kill Pennywise kills him he eats him there You know, the thing is that this is the 1980s, but pretty much Eddie is living a lot of millennials' lives right now. Oh, yeah. Still living with their parents because the economy is too messed up for us to live on our own. Most of us, at least. You know, somebody told me that, like, if Eddie, when when they recast Eddie for the modern era, he's not going to be a limousine driver, he's going to be an Uber driver, which would make total sense. (laughs) Yeah, I like the the new cast for um, the new the movie, like the kid cast. Like they were all great yeah. in their roles. They were like, because the thing with child actors is that you never really know, you know, which who's gonna which one's gonna be the weak link, and are they all gonna suck? Because they're, they're they're young kids, you know, they're not yeah. trained, they're not completely trained actors. Um, by the way, this guy looks like zombified Michael J. Fox, <laughs> doesn't he? He just looks like like Michael J. Fox who had a little bit too much Botox, um, <laughs> but like they the kids in the new movie all had like an amazing chemistry. Like you had felt that they were friends for years, even though they only yeah. just met that summer. I like how pent up like the kid who played Eddie was. She was on his medication, right? Yeah. Oh, I love the. I uh, yeah, he was great. But you know who was the? I mean, we all know who the breakout star was in in the new movie, though. Um, was uh, not Eddie. Was Stranger um, Kids, uh, Stranger Things kid. Yeah, exactly. I can't. Th- was it Richie? No. Yeah, Richie. Yeah, it's Richie. Yeah, it's Richie. yeah, yeah. Because and again, Stranger Things. By the time this comes out, Stranger Things season two should be out. 
or the first season is already out, so you can watch that if you haven't watched it by now. But he plays such a different character in Stranger Things that it took me a while to realize, like, because every scene uh, the young kid is in as Richie, he steals the scene. It's so great. Yeah, his uh, name is the actor's name is Finn Wolfhard. That's such a badass name. That's a a pretty great name. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My name is Finn. Finn, uh, well, and here's the funny thing. I read an article that because if you if you've seen the movie, he apparently drop he drops f bombs like so casually. Oh yeah, it's 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 hilarious that apparently on the set of Stranger Things season two, he just kept continuing to drop f bombs like it's like it's just a second language to him now. It's like no, you corrupted this poor child. There goes Richie being a badass. Exactly, <laughs> Richie's the, R- Richie's the kid we all wanted to be in school. The the jokester who wasn't afraid to take a risk. Yeah. He doesn't care what anyone thinks about him. By the way, is um uh, we haven't ta- met him formally, but not Eddie, but um Uh the one in the Boy Scouts uniform. Does he always wear his Boy Scouts uniform? Is it Steve? What's his name? Oh, I don't remember. Because uh, he's the forgettable one, sadly. Yeah, he Even is. in in both versions, he's the the forgettable. And there's a reason for that. Uh, that's where Stanley. My, that's where my dad lives now. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'm gonna pin. That's where I'm gonna pin Shinsuke Nakamura for the title, <laughs> and then Shane Man's gonna steal it from me. <laughs> See, is this the closest we're gonna get to like the whole? I'm gonna fuck all you guys. Oh, uh, she kisses them all on the cheek. Yep. He just grabbed her by the ponytail. That's weird. Don't do that. That's weird. I'm glad we're progressing in a society where that shit's not considered normal nowadays. Yeah. Uh oh. Eddie, you're hanging out with other people? See, his mother in this is so different. Um in in comparison to the new one. It's kind of offsetting. I don't uh, think she'll be a, alive. She's about the same, maybe a little less um. I'm I'm, I'm more talking paranoid? about visual than anything else. Oh well, okay, visually. Okay. Yeah, because visual, she's like overweight she's and a obese. Balloon. Yeah, yeah, she'll float too. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think given that that woman, that woman's uh, body stature, I don't think she's gonna be around when the uh, new movie kicks in. Hmm. I mean, the actress will be fine, obviously, but like the character, probably not. Maybe who knows? Yeah, true. Who knows? Maybe she's just got one of those uh, figures that just never age. Probably. Did you now? Because when I got to middle school, that's when they like they had showers. But even when we did like physical education before, like I became like a full athlete, we didn't have to use them unless you were an athlete. Yeah, uh, we had showers in middle school, but no one was allowed to use them. And then I think, that's... yeah, that's, that's weird. <laughs> 
People just ran inside them? them and just ran around because what what the hell? Why not? Yeah, I never went in them, but um, I think we only used showers in high school because we had a pool, and so you use showers to shower up before you go in the pool, right? Yeah, and so you can get the chloride, and then you afterwards so you get the chloride off you. Yeah, well, also because like you'll feel warmer if you take a cold shower. Morning wood. This the scene makes me really want to pee real bad. Yeah, that's what happens when you get a lot of water. I'm also drinking a couple of beers, so that's true. Also, I don't want to miss what happens because it's kind of funny. Oh yeah, this whole sequence t- again terrified me as a kid. Retrospectively, not 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 scary at all. Is that just a latex glove? Probably, yeah. I hate latex gloves. They make my hands Claymation! Claymation. See, this I think he's legitimately creepy right here. Look how friendly he is. The scene before he went crazy there for his, for for this part, he kind of reminds me of his um his other role. Uh, In Haraki Horror Picture Show. Yeah, he's like come by and he's yeah. <laughs> he probably gets paid like a quarter every time he gets every time he has to say that. Um, one of the things I really liked about Bill, what they did with Bill Skarsgård, is that if you ever notice, his eyes are never centered. They're always offset in some way because it's a it's a it's a internet interdimensional demon he's holding inside that body that form, so like it's like trying it can't hold its form entirely, so it's just it can't keep it together. So that's why if you look at certain shots, like one eye will be crooked to the left, or the other one will be straight, or vice versa, <laughs> or one will be up, one will be down. It's really creepy and unsettling. This is what Richie becomes, right? Yeah, he's a he's a talk show host. Yeah. Real talk, Richie was the one who inspired me to try to be a stand-up comedian for the longest time. Because I thought he was so funny. I was like, well, I can do that. <laughs> then I realized I'm not funny and I didn't try and I, I get and I had to stop. <laughs> I actually did stand-up comedy for like a couple of years. It's tough to do comedy. Yeah, it, as a living, yeah. Like it um I used to watch a show called uh, Last Comic Standing. I don't know if you ever got it in Canada. I think but so. I think it was on Comedy Channel. It was on NBC here. It was one of the only reality shows that I actually like, watched because it was, uh, you know, it was basically a, a co- like at the end of every like they would. It was a competition show between comedians, and it it was it was hilarious. One way or another, I would win, and you would get invested, and and maybe want to consider doing a comedy. I actually did a couple of shows, like local local shows, but. I was never. I never considered myself good enough to do it as a full occupation because oh, it's yeah. a grind. It's like it's almost like the life of a wrestler, where like you're living day to day. You never know when your big break's gonna happen, and mm-hmm. probably most of the time you're gonna be eating ramen, just trying to survive. Yeah, I change up your gimmick every now and then. Either, either no comedy. It's one thing because people are gonna only want that one thing from you. If you change it, then 
Well, I mean, like if you're set. not if you're not nailing it, right? Like you want to change oh, up yeah, the yeah, gimmick, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Why do you think George Lopez just does Mexican jokes all the time? Because that's what his audience wants. Exactly. I want those shades. All right, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. All right, well, I got to keep the bosses entertained. I'm going to just keep rambling my mouth off because, you know, that's what you do. Now, I don't know about you, but I was never the jokester when I was a kid. Oh, shit. That actually got me right there. You know, never, no matter how old I get, no matter how old you get as a person, the worst thing you're going to be, no matter, every time you throw up, you're always going to think of, mommy. That's it. Oh, you're not rambling still? I was rambling, but I was listening to Bill's amazing story and then falling <laughs> over him. Oh, yeah. We talked about what we um, wanted to be when we grew up before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I, 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 I wanted to be a photographer. Like, that was my sort of first passion that I even had a camera kit and everything. And I would take pictures of everything. Yeah, when I was a kid, I wanted to be either a baseball player or an astronaut. And maybe in the future, someday I'll still be able to do that. Like, just go into space, at least. One day. I mean, sooner or later, the technology is going to be available where, like, it's just going to be commercial. Yeah. Why is this guy Irish? Why is he a shitty cop? Yeah. They're not even (laughs) doing anything. They're... Goddamn cops. But uh, the other thing that I wanted to be, like, ever since middle school, I guess, was I always wanted to be a games journalist. And that job is basically almost gone now. Yeah. Well, just I mean, just like with photography. Yeah. You know? Like, it used to be... I mean, like, granted, you know, you still... It's not... Comp- it's... It's not a lost art, but, like, everybody can take a high-quality picture to the point where most people aren't going to be able to tell the difference versus, like, I don't know about you, but, like, my aunt, I think for, like, two years I was subscribed to National Geographic. And, um, like, I would just marvel. Like, I would read the articles, of course, but, like, I would marvel at the pictures and, like, I want to go to this place and just how stunning it was, right? Mm. Nowadays, like, People can take those pictures on their cell phones. It's like, well, what's so special about them? Yeah, they're great pictures. <laughs> I still think that, like, I still think there's an art there of capturing the moment, though. Right. Like, not a lot of people can go out to like the safari of Africa and like capture the moment of lions mating or something. Right, but the the what I'm saying, is, what I'm trying to say is basically the field is bigger versus yeah. Before it was a select few of photographers who you would know mm-hmm. who could take really good pictures. Now it's like. 
pretty much you have a cell phone and you time it right, you can get a pretty good picture. By the way, there's that kid was reading a comic called Mr. District Attorney. That kid is a milksop. Oh, shit. Did you just you call know, him... if you would have told me... I was going to... Tozer. Then... Oh, okay, Tozer. I thought, I thought he called him a toaster. I was like, what? I thought he said a racial slur. It was the, it was the 50s, after all. Yeah, it's a different time. What you don't know is that uh, Richie is the pre- predecessor to... to uh, to um fuck what's his name? Who's the redheaded guy who's all roided out now? What's his name? Carrot Top. Oh, is he roided out? I haven't seen him. He's have you not seen him? No. I don't know how he is recently, but when I saw him like several years ago, he's like roided the fuck out. <laughs> he's like, what happened? <laughs> oh shit, yeah, I see it now. Wow. Crazy, right? Like don't fuck with Carrot Top. I don't feel like nobody knows him anymore. Like I feel like you only know you only know him is because you watched Chairman by the Board when you were younger. For I some think the first reason. instance I think the first instance I knew about Carrot Top was Family Guy. Really? Wow. <laughs> when they made fun of him. I was like, who is this guy? Was Carrot Top ever in the WWF E? He may have made an appearance at once, probably. I wouldn't be surprised. See what? I don't know why he stopped running. Beep beep, Richie. Isn't that like you're saying now? Beep beep, Richie. Yeah, that's <laughs> where I get it from. By the way, I've been freaking out my coworkers at work. Doing the Pennywise voice uh, from this movie. Just just like walking behind him and going, you'll float down here. And just like scaring the bejesus out of him. You know, I feel like Stanley's like that friend who judges you way too harshly. Like he's constantly judging your life choices. I don't know why, but I feel like that's the truth. You know, at least they all live relatively normal lives afterwards. Like none of them are like homeless or like drunk. What are you talking about? Okay, one of them said one of them's an alcoholic, <laughs> sure. But like, you know, they had a successful life, you know, they like they 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 moved on to a certain degree. Well, okay, so we have one's an alcoholic, the other one's getting abused by her boyfriend all the time. Okay, you're right. Apparently the director wants to cuz this is Mike. Mike is one of, Mike is the only him and Stanley, but Stanley you understand why he doesn't he doesn't really have a pivotal role um, in in either this one or the, or, the, or the new one, but Mike I feel like got the short end of the sta- uh, of the stick in the new one. Like he gets like no characterization at all in the new one. Yeah, yeah. He kind of just shows up. He's kind of just part of the team. He's got. He's probably got like 
of mi- like two minutes of screen talking time. Yeah, he has a real interesting thing where he has to shoot a cow in the head and not wanting to do it. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting, but doesn't really get anything after that. But apparently the director wants to take like older Mike, like make him basically the like he's going to be the probably give me the exposition mouthpiece for w- learning what Pennywise actually is. And because of that, like apparently he like turns to drinking and drugs to sort of stay on the level of Pennywise, apparently, which is like, well, that's oh. fucked up. Way to, that's a that's a fucked up way to go to Mike. That's way different than what we have here, right? Because he's like a cop or yeah. something, right? He's no, he's a librarian. Oh, okay. I thought he he's was a, a he's a li- No, he's a librarian, and the cops don't like the, the fact that he's always around the crime scenes. Uh, Probably because you know the whole Pennywise thing, but it's like yeah. he's not a cop. Okay. He looks like a, he dresses like what like yeah. a fifties um, detective, though. Yep. Oh, there's the racism right there. Cherry bomb. We need more people like that random guy who told people to yeah. stop. Yeah, exactly. You remember those real men of genius uh, ads? Did that? you ever get those in Canada? Is a is a Budweiser ad where it's like it's like open up a choir like real men of genius. <laughs> we and it's like we salute you. And so like in this instance, we salute you, man, standing out of the window corner and telling kids to stop it. And then, like the the singer would go, "We slit you, God, in the, on the corners, telling kids to stop it." <laughs> it's like real men, just YouTube, real men of genius. It's, uh, you'll find it. It's it's it was a great thing. Ah, barbed wire. You ever climbed over barbed wire? No. Uh, don't. <laughs> just don't. Do you have any good stories be... about that? Uh, my pant leg got caught on it once. Ah. Uh. Like what? Like your hand or? No, no, just the pant. Like we met. Like we had okay. um. Like we we had gloves on, so like we were climbing over it. I don't remember what we were climbing over to begin with. Probably nothing good if it's over barbed wire, but I remember my pant leg getting stuck, and that was not fun. Yeah, we had um. We have a property up north, and there's a far- there was a farm next door to it, so they had like a whole barbed wire fence. And I remember one year when we went up, we found the whole property of ours was ruined. It was like trampled off by, it was trampled by cows. Uh-huh. And there was like cow poop everywhere as well. It was a whole thing. Oh, uh, uh, you don't want to step in cow poop. Yeah. That shit's huge. Here we go. Quarry. Rock war. Rock fight. By the way, this quarry is huge. Yeah, we never got to play in a quarry, but we got to play in like developmental houses one time, like a cousin of mine and his friend. I don't know what was up. Same here. I don't know what was up with me, and my family, and fr- young friends. But like, we would love to play like construction places. It's like this is probably not a good place to play, but we did it anyways. Wow! God damn, Trump! I. I know this is 1990, but Jesus fucking Christ. Do we have to drop the N-word in this place? It's like Back to the Future. Yeah, I guess. It's just like, I, I don't remember him saying that at all when I was younger. I don't, remember, I him, I don't remember him saying that when we watched this the first time. 
No, exactly. We were probably talking over it. More than likely. By the way, if you ever, um, you know, rocks hurt. How good is your throw arm? Um, not good. Yeah. Not good at all. We we had a patch of um grass near the apartment building we I grew up in. Oh God, <laughs> she just got nailed in the stomach. It looks there like she go. got hit in the arm because she's she's holding her arm. Kevin Owens going in. <laughs> Give him a cannonball. Somebody should do a creative character for WWE 2K18, but and make Kevin Owens. But just rename him as Ben Hascombe and then create Pennywise. <laughs> yeah, when, last, after we finished it, I did a, a simulation match between Kevin Owens and Pennywise twice. And Pennywise won both times. So Of course. Doesn't look good. Oh, yeah, so I was talking about uh, throwing arm. So we have a patch of grass that's near our apartment building that I grew up in, and we would play catch. But the patch of grass was, like, right next to the road, and it's a really busy road. Oh, no. So I was always, like, so scared of, like, throwing it too far and, like, hitting a car or something. Mm-hmm. I never had that happen, but... Close to downtown, um, there used to be a uh, a small university there, and they would have the baseball field like right next to the interstate, and the field was facing out towards the interstate. I was like, <laughs> every I never saw it. Nothing ever happened as far as I remember, but I always thought of what happens if somebody hits a home run because there's no netting. There was no netting on the outfield, hmm. like to say like if a, if a if a ball went too far, yeah. I mean, I could have walked right like to the school next door, and we could have been fine. But I don't know. Oh, here's that part with the book. Yeah, and this is pretty much like the taking like this scene is replicated. What we talked about earlier was the projector scene, where the the picture starts moving. Stanley, just accept that you're crazy. It's okay. It. You know, you kind of that that made me jump a little bit when you moved your bottles. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, you'll be able to hear all my my bottles. Oh man, this twist off is giving me some trouble. Did you ever go to the circus when you were a kid? No, nah, we didn't have a circus. Really? Yeah, we didn't have carnivals, carnivals, or anything like that where I grew up. I have a vague memory of going to one, like a very vague memory of going to one. We we get them here in the town I live in now, but I haven't gone to any of them, and they're mostly like really cheap rides, and like it doesn't mm-hmm. look interesting at all. Yeah, like I th- I think it was like Barnum and Bailey. I mean, they're closed now; they don't run anymore. At least I don't think they do. But like, it was like the big top, right? But I don't remember anything about it. But I remember going to it, which is weird. Hmm. 
when your friends are trying to convince you to try weed. <laughs> when your friends try to convince you to watch anime. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Somebody get this moment and just put that on Twitter. Just credit at Marvelous Ziggy and uh, what is it? CSGO Thomas? CSG Thomas. CSG Thomas. There you go. When your friend that 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 one scene could be a meme. That should be a meme. Yeah, I never I wish it was a Go go ahead. No, you go ahead. You're good. Oh, uh, I was gonna say, uh like we never we don't have we didn't have anything like carnivals or circuses or anything like that, but we have a a place called Paramount. Uh, oh man, what's it called? It's Paramount something, but it's basically like Disneyland, but for Paramount. Uh, Wonderland. It's called Wonderland. And I have I didn't go there until I was like in high school, so that was like my first kind of like amusement park amusement theme ride thing. Wanna know what's something funny that we haven't realized yet? What? The character who's playing Richie right now uh-huh. is Seth Green. What? Seth Green plays Richie. Wait, no, shut up. I'm looking at the cause I'm watching this on Amazon. Seth Green, Richie Tozer, age twelve. That's Seth Green. No. It, I'm looking at it right now, man. Seth Green. I'm looking this up. Dr. Evil's illegitimate child. Well, not illegitimate child, but... Test tube baby. Yeah. You're the Diet Coke of evil. Just one <laughs> calorie, not evil enough. I love that line. I don't know why I love that line, but I do. It's just so specific, that's why. Exactly. Oh my just god, he calorie. does play Richie. What? Doesn't even look like him. Oh my god. This is probably like his like his break, I bet. Well, no, I guess Awesome Powers would have, would have been his break. That was like the big thing, yeah. Yeah, but like this, I think this is like the earliest thing he we probably have of him. Uh, who got mud on the carpet? Who? What asshole didn't wipe their feet before coming in? <laughs> right. By the way, popping a balloon right next to, next to somebody when you're not hearing is terrifying as shit. Yeah. Loud it's a, noises. It's a dick move. Yeah. By the way, we're closing in on the first on the on Act One. Huh. I think that's Mork and Mindy. No, I don't know what they're watching. I thought that was Mork and Mindy. I couldn't tell you at all. I I don't like See, I, my my sitcom knowledge isn't very. Uh. Good. Is yeah okay sure this is going good because I mean it's. <laughs> It's fine. It's, it's not, fine. It's not I expansive. Mean, uh, like the, the, the things that I know the most is like Friends and Seinfeld, and that's about it. Yeah. Uh, dude, I was the weird kid who would watch Nick at Night and watch reruns of like old TV shows. Like I was weird. Like I would watch, I would watch uh, Archie. Um, no, what was it called? The, uh, it was a show called about, about a man named Archie Munger who was basically a racist asshole, and I would watch it. and um, Or like I would watch a lot of shows from the 70s and the 80s. So that's more on me being a dumb, weird kid. Well, I think it's like, I think a lot of people know about that kind of stuff. Because when you watch like 
Futurama or Family Guy. They reference that stuff all the time. Stifle it, will ya? It's <laughs> a Archie Bunker reference. By the way, see, Stan seemed the one who turned out the most okay. Because, like, like, he doesn't seem to have any sort of problems with his life until this moment. Yeah. The thing is, we're, like, close to these people's ages, and I don't feel like I'm close to these people's ages at all. Wait, wait a second. Seth Green is in wrestling isn't wrestling. Yeah. I didn't know that. He plays as a DX fan. That's crazy. <laughs> Six degrees of Seth Green. What the hell? That's weird. Kind of wondering. I never. You think like Seth Green would have wanted to know about. That would have been interesting, like, if he was, like, part of the promotion or, like, in the, like, as part of the film as, like, sort of a nod or something, you know? Maybe he didn't want to, maybe they didn't ask him. No, I'm not okay. We're about to go find an interstellar clown. <laughs> I can't, I'm not okay. Oh, yeah, all they have is a slingshot here. Yeah. Did you ever have one when you were a kid? Uh, maybe. I'm not sure. I might have, but I never used it. We used to go hunt, or not go hunting, but like we used to like shoot target practice at like metal targets with like pellet guns. Uh-huh. And we also did a lot of arch- archery up where up north. Nice. I think it's illegal to have one if you're like under 16 in the States. What, a slingshot? Yeah, I think so. I never had one. I always wanted one, but I never had one. I'll just shoot on real Sami Zayn <laughs> in 20 years about how he's a shit wrestler. I'll just give uh, Pennywise a pop-up powerbomb. I want that to be a reality. <laughs> Instead of the KFC gimmick, they do the uh, the it gimmick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just that would have been a great car cross promotion. <laughs> you know what? Screw it. Survivor, make it happen. WWE Survivor Series: Bray Wyatt versus Pennywise the Clown. How, uh, House of Horrors match. No, make it do make it. it like a real like Survivor Series match where they have um, like Pennywise, Jason, Freddy Krueger. And like, oh yeah, do it. <laughs> and have like the team that fights them, like Kevin Owens and Z- Sami Zayn, finally get back. Oh, all the all, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'd be so great. Chris Jericho, have him be the mystery, the the mystery fifth partner. Yeah. By the way, Stan gets like. Because, I mean, like, something bad happens to Stan in this one, but Stan gets scarred forever in in the in the new movie. Because, uh, like, his phobia, like, I think he sees, like, a odd woman in a painting 
like a, like a disfigured woman in a painting, and that kind of triggers his nightmare. Yeah. And what was it? Like he starts, she, it starts sucking on his face. Yeah, it's like it's like a Death Eater or something. I actually thought he was dead then because. Yeah, same. Um, I don't want to. I don't. I, I in this instance, I don't want to spoil it. But like, I thought, okay, like, okay, Stan's dead. That's how they kill Stan. Um, but no, he's just horribly scarred for life with markings on his face. That's not how puffers work, guys. No, you don't. But you don't I understand want to the symbol, that sh- some symbolism. Yeah, how about you just hold hands? <laughs> that would have been better without inhaling each other's germs. Oh well, it's better than Bev sleeping with all of them. That's for <laughs> sure. Man, that's fucked up. I know Stephen King's not as Harold as Stephen King is as a writer. Like when I hear shit about that, it's like, oh man, oh there it is. There's there's the flaw. Did you see how he looked at the camera when you said that? No, I missed they're it. They're not. Yeah, he goes. They're not coming out, and then like kind of <laughs> side eyes the camera. It's like, are you talking to us now? What's going on here? Yeah, when they went into the uh, that abandoned house in the remake, that was such a good scene. That whole sequence is amazing. Like they had to fight it off. Like the thing that I remember the most about it is that room full of clown dolls. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Pennywise coming out of a coming out of a safe, all crooked and like mangled. No, it was a it was a coffin. Oh, was it a coffin? I thought it was, I think a, it was safe a coffin for some reason. It, okay. I mean, they're a box sense. that contains things that opens up, so it could be either. Or, I, remember, but, I remember upstairs there was a coffin, but on the main floor, it was, I thought it was a safe. It probably was a safe. It could have been a safe. But And then uh, Eddie's like arm was all like broken in like four different spots. Interesting enough, in that scene with uh, Richie, with he's in the clown room. Yeah. Because um, they changed his phobia, because his phobia is clowns in the, uh, in the new movie versus werewolves. But... In that scene where he's with all the clowns, you can see uh, Tim Curry's version of Pennywise in the in the in that shot. In that oh, scene. really? Yeah, it's very it's it's obscured. You can even actually see it in the trailer, actually. So if you ever want to look at it, the movie's not out yet. That's you can cool. find it there. So it's nice. To, it all looks sad and depressed. So I was like, oh. Do you think you'll ever you know, see it again? The remake. Oh, I'm buying it on Blu-ray. Of course, I'm gonna watch it again. I loved it. I'm not. I'm not gonna watch it. It was like it was too scary for me. Like it's I don't want to go through that again. <laughs> I get you. I'll, I'll buy it just to have it, but I probably won't watch it like all the time. But like, it'll be that perfect. Like, you know, I feel like getting spooked tonight. Let's watch some spooky movie. I would like to rewatch certain scenes, but like not the whole thing. <laughs> no, I guess I get you. Yeah. It's kind and especially. Once the movie, once they entered that house for the first time, yeah. the movie does not let up. Like it kind of just throttles you into into it. See, if this was me, I wouldn't be worrying about the interdimensional clown trying to kill me. I'd be worried about the giant spiders that are probably in there. Like this one, because you know there's like hella spiders in there. As long as it's not a Black Widow, I'll be fine. 
Yeah. No, fuck that. There are other spiders that are poisonous. That's the only one that actually kills, though, right? No, there's other ones that Venom can kill you pretty quickly. Okay. And also those... At least... There's also those giant-ass ones. So if that scene wasn't confusing, um, that basically was the deadlights, which is what Pennywise is referred to, like its natural form. What is the deadlights supposed to be? Like just like all-encompassing fear, like. I think so. Like that's just like that's just the form. It's like that. That's Pennywise in his natural form, like from the other dimension. All right. Apparently, again, there's there's a lot to Pennywise. And like that, but that, those lights are supposed to represent that. Like in the new movie, um, like when Ben, when not Ben, when Mike saw the, um, the deadlights for the first time, when he saw Pennywise and you saw his lights, his eyes glow orange or more potently when he was, he was hypnotizing Bev and you saw those three lights, that's basically the real, form. the truest form of, of, of that's it. its final form. Yeah, basically. <laughs> By the way, I will say this. The final scene in the part of It Chapter 1, 2017 is so great and so visceral that I loved it. The... Where they, all the kids basically gang up and fight Pennywise, like physically fight Pennywise. And it changes into like different forms, or at least the girl's form. Yeah. Her dad. Exactly, but like not like they were stabbing him. They were shoot like it was. It was. It, I didn't expect it to be that brutal. They had a lead pipe. Freaking yeah! I'm just saying. In the new movie, they better bring guns. Oh yeah! I'm gonna call them if they all don't bring stupid. guns as adults. As this that's shenanigans. That's horseshit. Yeah. The lights. I must go now. My people need me. <laughs> so you can't get abducted by aliens. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is, basically. By the way, have you seen um, James Corden's It our, uh, skit? No. There's He did a really... F- I'm not going to... Just go YouTube. If also, if anybody's listening, YouTube James Corden it, and it's basically a spoof on it and IT departments. Let your uh, uh, imaginations run wild. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. It's not even that long. So this is where Pennywise recruits him, right? Yeah, which is interesting because in the new movie, Bauer gets... seemingly dies. Like, he he seems to be dead. Yeah, here he's, like, got white... He transforms and gets white hair. He becomes Seth Roth or yeah. something. Yeah, um, and, and he actually plays a role in, in part two of the miniseries. But, like, I'm interested to see what kind of bullshit they pull out 
to make him alive in the second one. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wouldn't isn't, be surprised like Pennywise. In the remake, he falls down a well and like hits the sides like a bunch of times. Yeah. You th- okay? That kid's either concussed or is bleeding out or something. Yeah. He also gets possessed before he comes down. The he- light. Yeah, that's an alien thing. Yeah, it's it's crazy because remember uh, in the remake, the what's his name Harry, the evil guy, the evil kid, Henry Bauer, H- Henry, 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 he kills his dad like straight up. Oh, straight up stabs him in the neck. Oh my god. Yeah, Henry Bauer's even though he's a psychopath in this one, he's a complete psychopath in the new one for sure. Like, he's just as terrifying as Pennywise. Uh Uh-huh. Gong. (laughs) From Death Valley. (laughs) Oh, God. Now I want to see an Undertaker versus Pennywise match. (laughs) Dead Man versus It. I will bury you. Six feet Pennywise. Your soul you is mine. You, you think you know a thing or two about souls. <laughs> At Survivor Series, I claim your soul. In a buried alive match. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too bad Taker's retired now. Yeah, he was getting up there in age, though. Yeah, he, he, he needed to stop. One thing I really like about the new movie, going back to that, is... The sort of emotional closure that Bill gets. Because we never really know if Georgie's dead or not, right? Um, but like him actually shooting his younger brother in the head, even though it wasn't really him, as sort of a release. I thought that was a nice, like a very well-earned moment that was nice closure for Bill. Yeah, like he accepted that he was no longer alive and like the thing that wasn't manipulating him was real. Yeah, because Bill in 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 this version pretty much except Georgie's dead versus Bill in the new ones like Georgie could be alive. He creates this whole diorama of where Georgie could have ended up. Yeah. We have to find Georgie and sort of like I I liked that sort of um closure he got. It was really good. I like how nobody realized that for, until like 10 seconds afterwards. He just picks them up like nothing, takes them away. Bray Wyatt's going to sue you for copyright. <laughs> This is a gazebo, you slime. (laughs) Nice makeup effect, though. Oh, yeah. Nice. Good hit. 
Special effects God, in 1990. That looked <laughs> that looked like something out of Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Oh, I haven't seen Moonwalker. Oh, such a stupid movie. <laughs> That's that's literal aliens right there. Yeah. He's still alive. I'm still I'm just going to make these noises so you think I'm dead, but I'm not really dead. I'll be back in 20 years. Or thir- is it 27? I think it's every 27 years. Yeah. Because they actually timed the release of this new movie with the previous... Like, because he comes... The idea is that I think it's Pennywise comes back every 27 years. Mm-hmm. And it's been 27 years since the original t- television miniseries. So I like, well, that's that's just creepy. Yeah. Swear to me! <laughs> Bill becomes Batman. <laughs> That's what we don't see. I swear to come back and pump, pump up Powerbomb the shit out of Pennywise. So in this one, they're just doing like their hands in the middle, right? And then right, yeah. In the remake, they cut their hands and like share their blood. Yeah, apparently that's just. A movie thing okay. that doesn't happen in the book, apparently. The blood oath. First, the that's first so thought creepy. I had was like, "Oh, they're all getting hepatitis." Yeah, that's like, well, that's unfortunate. Let's just do wet willies or like, or not wet willies. What Pinky is it? swear. Pinky swear. I don't know why I said wet willies. It's completely different. It's a bully thing. Exactly. Wet willy. Wah 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 wah. We did it, guys. We killed an interdimensional clown thing. In the remake, it looks like they actually like killed it too, though, because like he like disappears yeah. and like flakes away. Except for the fact that he pretty much says, "I just need like to ki- to take this and I'll go away." So basically, I miss, he's saying I that, that he's. Part. Yeah, he pretty much says that like that's sort of his out. Um, so you wonder why Stanley didn't have a role. You want to know why? By the way, he was about to get lucky with his lady, too. That's how you know he was serious about not wanting to go back. Uh, he could have just said no, but no. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going back, no. He takes the drastic option. Yeah. Now, for the longest time, I actually thought that he, I didn't understand that he committed suicide. Yeah, I actually thought that Pennywise had killed him, and he was basically like the first. Because you, I mean, if you're hearing it right now, you hear the clown noise, you see the big giant it thing. You know, it's like I thought Pennywise killed him, but no, he was just that terrified to go back that he he would kill himself rather than deal with that nightmare again. That's crazy. All right, and stop. All right, uh, I'm going to take a quick pee break and then flip over the disc. Hey, everyone, it looks like Pennywise stole our outro. So you can just head on over to charshot.com. You can check out all of our video and audio content there. We post a show every week 
Wednesday. If you're a patron, you get it the Friday the week before. Sounds like a great deal to me. You can also visit twitter.com forward slash Marla Siggy to check out what Ben's tweeting. Or you can check out me, Thomas, at CSG Thomas on Twitter. Till then, guys, stay charged.